0: The second Sunday after Christmas, January 3rd, 2021. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have poured into our hearts the true light of your incarnate word. Grant that this light may shine forth in our lives through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the second Sunday after Christmas is from the book of Genesis, the 46th chapter. So Israel took his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba, and offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. Then God spoke to Israel in the visions of the night, and said, Jacob, Jacob. And he said, Here I am. So he said, I am God, the God of your father. Do not fear to go down to Egypt, for I will make of you a great nation there. I will go down with you to Egypt, and I will also surely bring you up again. And Joseph will put his hand on your eyes. Then Jacob arose from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried their father Jacob, their little ones, and their wives, in the carts which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. So they took their livestock and their goods, which they had acquired in the land of Canaan, and went to Egypt, Jacob and all his descendants with him. His sons and his sons' sons, his daughters and his sons' daughters, and all his descendants he brought with him to Egypt. This is the word of the Lord. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the Gentiles to give thanks to your holy name, to triumph in your praise. You, O Lord, are our Father. Our Redeemer from everlasting is your name. The epistle is from the first letter of St. Peter, the fourth chapter. Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory is revealed, you may also be glad with exceeding joy. If you are reproached for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. On their part he is blasphemed, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, a thief, an evildoer, or as a busybody in other people's matters. Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this manner. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God, and if it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, If the righteous one is scarcely saved, where will the ungodly and the sinner appear? Therefore let those who suffer according to the will of God commit their souls to him in doing good, as to a faithful creator. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the second chapter. and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping, and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted, because they are no more. Now when Herod was dead... Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea instead of his father Herod, He was afraid to go there, and being warned by God in a dream, he turned aside into the region of Galilee, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. This is the Gospel of the Lord. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. and sits at the right hand of the father and he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead whose kingdom will have no end and i believe in the holy spirit the lord and giver of life who proceeds from the father and the son who with the father and the son together is worshipped and glorified who spake by the prophets and I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic Church, I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. For all From east to west, from shore to shore, let every heart awake and sing the holy child whom Mary bore, the Christ, the everlasting King. Behold, the world's creator wears. The form and fashion of a slave, Our very flesh, our maker, shares His fallen creatures all to save. For this how wondrously he wrought A maiden in her lowly place, became in ways beyond all thought the chosen vessel of his grace. And while the angels in the sky sang praise above the silent field to shepherds poor the Lord Most High the one great shepherd was revealed. All glory for this blessed morn to God the Father ever be. O praise to you, O Virgin born and Holy Ghost eternally. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry, and he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and in all its districts, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Now when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise! Take the young child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are dead. Then he arose, took the young child and his mother, and came into the land of Israel. This is the word of the Lord. The word of God and him made flesh are highly sought. All the world... Even those who do not believe him or do not believe in him seek him. The majority, however, are not as pious in intent as the Eastern Magi. The majority do not seek Christ because they desire to worship him, to offer gifts to him, to bend the knee to him, or to receive the blessings the Word made flesh has come to give. The majority are like Herod the Great, seeking out this child to curse him, to harm him, and to destroy him. The word of God is sought that those who do not believe may destroy it and impose their disbelief upon you. The word of God is sought that those who hate may destroy it and impose their hate upon you. The word of God is sought that those who despair apart from it might kill those who hope in it and bring a balance of misery to a hopeless world. The word of God is sought by those who use it for convenience that they may monopolize it hiding it away from you so that you believe only what they say, and that in this monopoly they would have power over you. The word of God is sought so that he may be crucified and killed, destroyed and annihilated, because he is a threat. The word is a threat to Herod because he is the king of kings, His existence threatens Herod's kingship. The word is a threat to the world because it is objective, because it says what is good and what is not good, because it norms and it defines, because it sets boundaries against hedonism and idolatry, because it is exclusive, even in its universality. Ultimately, the word is sought because the, world, because the word seeks whom the world does not consider worthy, and the word's authority threatens the bondage enjoyed by the sinful. Herod seeks one who is born of flesh to seek out his people. The word has come, seeking, hearts swept clean for his arrival. The word has come seeking sinners, that he might call them to repentance and grant forgiveness. The word has come, seeking the dead, that he might raise them up out of such darkness into the glory of his eternal light, where the darkness cannot comprehend or invade. Those who believe an ever-shrinking remnant in this world if ever it was large at all, seek the word with the rest of the world. But these, you among them, seek him to receive what he offers, not to kill him. You are the dead with hopeful hearts, seeking the one who has come to make you alive. You are the blind who sit in darkness, seeking the one who has come to give light In sight, you are the leper exiled from the community, sitting at the side of the road, picking at your sores, awaiting the one who comes to heal. You are Israel, and your Lord, the word of God incarnate, has come back to you, called from afar in the land of Egypt. He has been called, that he might call to himself that faithful band. Yet as the word is sought by the world, so too are those who are in the word. As they seek to kill the word, so too do they seek your life. He entered this world not to destroy suffering, but to fill suffering with the fullness of himself, giving you the strength to suffer in his sufferings, seeking you who suffer, even as you who suffer seek him. His suffering begins in Bethlehem as the world begins to seek him with nefarious intent. The suffering begins and it does not end. The suffering bleeds to all those around him, all those in him. Therefore, St. Peter writes, Beloved, do not think it strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened to you, but rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings. The mothers and fathers suffered the loss of their sons. The sons suffered for the sake of Christ, the first martyrs of the church, and those who set the tone for the life of faith. Saints Mary and Joseph suffered for the sake of that young child. You suffer for your association with him at the hands of both men and devils. Suffering is the reason for this child's appearance. Your life is one in the suffering and death of the word, which begins for him even in infancy. Life comes at a steep cost, and redemption demands none other but a blood price. This he pays for you because you are whom he seeks. Seek him, then, in the faith that knows and sees him for who he truly is, not in the manner of the rest of this rabble. But know that as he suffers, so too do those associated with him and those who are in him. His beloved are neither safe nor comfortable in this world, for as they sought his life, so too do they seek yours. The choice then lies with you. Choose not to abandon your discomfort. Choose not to create false fears and worries, for that is as much idolatry as bending the knee to Baals and Ashtoreths. Choose not to live in comfort as gluttons, gossips, spiteful swine, sluggards, or as the wrathful contemptuous. Choose to suffer with him as his own, for if anyone suffers as a Christian, Let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. You are the sleeping babes of Bethlehem, sought after, ripped from beds and from mother's arms, to be killed only for your association with Christ, whom your enemies seek, and for whom you die having sought. Your blood is spilled in suffering and Rachel cannot be comforted amidst her mourning. But you are also the young girl who finds a wardrobe larger on the inside than on the outside, containing a mystical, otherworldly reality. You are also the begins, who believes in dragons and elves and trolls and treasures in a mountain far beyond the telling of any word. You are also the ants who work, storing up grain in preparation for what is to come while the grasshoppers around you dance, play, and make mockery. You are the donkey, beaten and berated for paying homage to a lord the world hates whom bad preachers refuse to acknowledge and yet whom all seek to kill. You are Jerusalem, leaving the comfort of your home and livelihood to hear a madman in camel's hair rave about messiahs in the wilderness. You are infants in the womb, ever leaping with joy as you recognize in the flesh the God who in spirit you cannot see, but who comes to you veiled, if only thinly, in earthly elements." You are a spectacle to the world. You are fools. You are hated, you are scorned, and you are sought by those who would do you harm because they see you as such. But you are the wise ones. You seek him who has sought you and endured all, even death upon the cross, for you and who now offers joy beyond all telling, an infant of Bethlehem who is the Word made flesh. You endure sufferings with him and for him as you seek him, but you alone are the eagles of Israel, gathering around the body of your Lord and rejoicing even amidst suffering in the child who has, in humility, sought you. You are the sleeping babes of Bethlehem, suffering for and with a Lord who suffers and dies for you, returning to Israel and redeeming her. He is a Lord ever faithful to his promises and ever worthy of clinging to, even in suffering and death. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God and our Lord Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. For the people of God clothed in righteousness bestowed. For a fervent yearning for the touch of Christ as it is bestowed in word and in sacraments. For the health and well-being of the body that is the Holy Church. For the faithfulness of bishops and pastors. For the piety of the people. And for the preservation of the pure doctrine of the Holy Church in Catholicity, let us pray to the Lord. For all saints and martyrs of the faith of whom the world is not worthy, especially in remembrance of the holy innocents of Bethlehem, for encouragement and example in the men and women of old, for right confession in life and in death, for perseverance strength and resoluteness in every good calling, and for unending light to shatter the gloom of darkness, let us pray to the Lord. For the nations of the world and for her people, for peace without warfare, prosperity without greed, love without condition, and joy without restraint, that God would crush the wicked and end all strife, And for the dawn of Christ's return to the nations, let us pray to the Lord. For good and noble rulers, for wisdom and integrity to all in authority, especially Donald, our president, Michael, our governor, and all other men and women who govern, for patience and calm, for eyes to see Christ in every neighbor and hands to act according to the dignity of personhood, for the innocent, the just, and the unborn, and for repentance and humility, let us pray to the Lord. For the love of Christ to burn with zeal, for the strength and and preservation of all Christian marriages, for upright and faithful men, for compassionate and caring women, for the work of all fathers and mothers, for the preservation of all the households, for honorable and obedient children, and for comfort to the barren, the infertile, the childless, and all who mourn the loss of children. Let us pray to the Lord. For all that is good, right, true, and honorable to abound, for renewed vigor in rebelling against the spirit of the age, for defense against every evil of body and soul, for spiritual renewal, and for undisturbed Christian life and living in the way, let us pray to the Lord. For the healing of the great physician as he knows it is needed and in his good pleasure. For all who suffer ill, all who live in sorrow, and all who fear with hopelessness. For the sick and distressed, especially Cindy, Gordon, Sandra, Shelley, Ramona, Randy, Courtney, Creed, Roger, J.M., Russell, Riley, Galen, Dorothy, Ivan and Marilyn, and Carol Jean. For peace to the dying, blessed repose to the dead, and comfort to the bereaved, especially the family of Carol and for the calm of trust in the Lord's ear to hear and his hand to work. Let us pray to the Lord. For all enduring want or need, for plenty to the poor and the destitute, for shelter to the homeless and gainful work to the unemployed, for correction and amendment to the wayward and the misguided, for comfort to the distraught and the depressed, for love to the forsaken and the abandoned, for the care and preservation of all people in all lands, and that the Church and her people would bear the fruits of faith. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, though you are the everlasting word of the Father, you did not spurn the virgin's womb, but took upon yourself the dusty flesh of your fallen creatures. In you the mercy of the Godhead is not only seen, but touched and tasted, known to the fullest in your communion with man. Grant that we who seek this holy food of flesh and blood may have hearts made pure to receive, that by your hand we may be fed with tangible divinity unto life everlasting and not to our great harm. Sustain us in every endeavor. Plead for us before the heavenly throne, and gather your holy church together from the ends of the earth, that we may be one body with you as our head, even as you now live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done